All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready. We're here at the Roy and Jimmy thing. Get ready to rock. Get ready to roll. The moment you've all been waiting for. We got hot, sexy Roy and Jimmy. Hell yeah. Hey, Monday Night ChaoticRadio.com. You are listening to the Roy and Jimmy thing. My name is Roy Brewster. This is... I am dancing Jimmy Shaw. I was back here jamming to that tune right there. You were bipping a little bit. I was bipping a little bit. I was... Uh, you know, I, had to, I have to take time to appreciate the theme music, you know? We take it for granted so many weeks. And it's not something to be taken for granted. Exactly. I caught myself taking this relationship with this theme song. One of the best theme songs ever, I must say. Ever, ever, and I'm taking it for granted. It'll always be there. So I had to, I had to relax, mute the mic, and just soak it in. Soak it in. Soak it in. How was your week, Mister Roy Bruce? Uh, my week was good. Yes, uh, and, and uh, so it's it's Monday night. We're back. It's us again, live, live. We just told you we last week. We told you we'd be here, and guess what? You, we we told you we're going to be here, and yeah. we sure is. We we are here. We sure you clean that up. We sure as shit are. Let me stop myself there. I know we can cuss and say shit and all that, but you know, control yourself. Relax. Control control yourself. Relax a little, will you? Nice. Why you got to be? You don't have to be a brute about it. What would you? What you do this weekend, man? Uh, Or this week? Not this week. Just this weekend. Not no whole damn thing. The the week was just uh, the usual. Did uh, some work, a little dentistry, got my car fixed, um, which came out awesome. I was going to say, how'd that turn out? Uh, done new car nice new car uh, it was power steering pump the rack rotors purring like a kitten nice brand new fly ride you're all looking like sharp driving feeling comfortable doing your shit yep and i got to i got to run the i got to run my department saturday at work Ooh. got to show them what uh jimmy management's all about Ooh. Uh, which was nice there. Relaxed a little bit and prepping for this show with our guest and then uh, prepping for Thursday show. The, Thurs- ev- the ever-changing <laughs> Thursday show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be uh, the 23rd this Thursday. But we got to give a shout-out for uh, last week's guest. We had uh, oh yes, Michael Carrillo. Yeah, Michael Carrillo. And uh, Stephanie, and I, I just can't do her last name. Brittany Olson. Yes, you you you've got this nailed. Yeah, and I got it now. <clears throat> that was a, the J's a Y. That was a great show last week about uh, Alzheimer's awareness, uh, uh, care, and all that. A lot of stuff we didn't know, and uh, it was great, great show. So uh, the benefit for that will be this Thursday, eight o'clock at um, what is it called? Atria Del Rey. Atria Del Rey, eighty-eight twenty-five Baseline Road in Rancho Cucamonga. So if you just want to know, it's just east of Vineyard and Baseline. When you get to Legends, right past that, right before the park. It's right in the middle there. Just, yeah, just cozy right. up in there. In the right, yeah, right next to Legends, cross the street from Stater Brothers. Yep. Um, got uh, Jimmy, Gus Arredondo, Sean Williams, and us minus one. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, the we, little ch- Oh, don't, Derek Murray, too. Yeah, Derek, He uh, as soon as we posted it, he hit us up, and he wanted to, he wanted to contribute to it, so that's awesome. So Derek, our buddy, uh, has been to the Legacy Shows with us. He's got the Jack of All Nerds here on Caddick Radio on Sunday nights. With uh, Michael Maxwell, that's eight to ten, and he'll be out there doing it. So uh, I'll be hosting that with, uh, like you said, with Gus Arredondo, Derek Murray, our headliner, Sean Williams, 
and all for a great cause. So definitely come out and uh, let's uh, let's uh, have some fun and uh, raise some more awareness. And just just so you know, tickets are available um, at the door, or you can contact you can um, you can contact them directly at nine zero nine three four six twenty four seventy one, or pick them up there also. Uh, Michael, that's Michael's direct line, man. So use it up. So the the price of a ticket includes they have uh, food. Uh, there's going to be a bar there, so you can buy some drinks, um, and then the show. So here's the deal: you're going to get appetizers and two drinks for each ticket you get. Now on the on the tickets, and we made it clear last week. Uh, just so you know, the tickets are a donation. There's no set cost on it, but you know, step up. We're doing it for a good cause, so get it done. Where are you going to be able to go? You know, let's say you pay twenty, thirty bucks. You're going to get two drinks, twenty, thirty bucks a ticket. You're going to get two drinks um, and some appetizers, and we're talking world class chefs. So, yeah, this is not cafeteria food. No, 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 no. And you're going to put it on for good people. I really enjoyed the show last week, um, so much so that I think uh, Stephanie may stop in once in a while. Miss Bjorn Olsen might stop in once in a while. Uh, maybe we're talking about maybe every few weeks to talk about what might be going on. And uh, we're excited to have her in here because that was a change of pace for us. But it was, man, I, I was in. Um, and I know you were too, Jimmy. That was that was awesome. So. No, very informative. Uh, really great show. So we'll definitely, uh, we did our Sunday replay, but we'll definitely put that one up again and let everyone know. So uh, get that going. See this week. Oh, um, Thursday, th- last Thursday, not this Thursday, but last Thursday, I uh, showed up up in Victorville up there at the Redeemer Church. Redeemer Church. We're, uh, rehearsals. Rehearsals. That's right. Um, it was a little piece of heaven. Going to catch me in that. I was playing my playing my spot. It got to be a little. It got to be a little emotional. That's all I'm going to tell you. I'm going to I'm going to tear your heartstrings. Oh, are you? Oh, oh, we didn't think that might was going to happen. Guess what? Oh no, the sensitive Roy. Oh, he was coming out. He was coming out. So just to let you know, hey, that's going to be a lot of fun too. Um, but that's way down. That's in May, so you know we'll be pumping that up, or I will, or no one might want to hear it. But I'm gonna talk about it anyway. <laughs> but the big one is this Thursday night. Don't forget this Thursday night, huge show, um, Alzheimer's Inland Empire. See, I did it right. Yes, you did. And um, at there at the Atria Delray, uh, see Michael and Stephanie and say hi. Um, I, I I had to not be there because I'm a dumbass. Maybe I had a little bit of this as we talked about last week. Maybe I had a little bit of that brain memory thing going on i gotta worry about because you know we we sat down a month ago and planned this all out for the date we want to make sure it was all clear and right i forgot i have a work event that i'm the main speaker at you're on the that main night. you're the yeah. it's not just a work thing it's your work thing yeah it's my work thing that i you know i could sometimes have someone fill in for me but i'm the main guy um that's gonna be hard to get around so yeah i apologize um, I'm feeling. I actually am feeling real bad about it. You know, I, I even told Jimmy. You know, some of those shows you're like, ah, I got to go do one. I was so pumped for this one for some reason. It just sounded like a lot of fun, and doing. I probably because it was a good cause type thing. Sure. Um, and that we were going to be able to do some good because it feels good to. You know, Jimmy and I both like to give back when we can. I mean, we've done a couple shows to raise some money for some people, and and that always makes you feel good. So, sorry about that, but we're still promoting like crazy. Jim's taking over the big duties. Um, and then uh, we've got uh, Gus and Derek, and one more time, the killer beast, Sean. The the beast that he is, yes. So, no, the, a great lineup. Uh, you're going to be sorely missed. Uh, but well, definitely. probably not so much because there's some talent there. I'll be all right. You guys, <laughs> You'll be, be okay. It'll be just fine. I'll be like, who was got? Oh, yeah, I forgot all about I forgot. it. I, I forgot that part, yeah. 
Um, and so you know, it's 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 like a PG thirteen deal. So you know, you can bring in. There's no real age limit or anything. Michael hit me up, wanted to know they were asking. I said, yeah, we geared it, went up for PG thirteen. Yeah. So if you could see it on TV, I mean, you know, after nine o'clock, that's still PG thirteen. No, I'm saying, it gets on airwaves. It is a comedy show. So I, they're just you know, God dang it, dang it. <laughs> but anyway, we move on. I told Stephanie, and all I got back from her was no. And I went, oh well, yeah, it was nice knowing you. She probably not gonna talk to me ever again. But uh, yeah, no, she she took it very well, and she understood. So here, here's everything, Stephanie. I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta. Go. I can't make it. Well, if we had like had to cancel the whole thing, that might have been ugly. Oh, that that would have been. And it was kind of like a godsend that that Derek wanted to be on because we're like, yeah, we'll get you squeezy in there. Well, now he's not squeezing in there anymore. It's just you know full yeah, blown. Give let's a go. Little, give a little more time for those guys. And uh, yeah, so uh, definitely a fun evening. And uh, uh, pick up tickets there. Like I said, the the price is donations. So whatever you can do or feel like doing, uh, much appreciated. It's definitely uh, raising uh, funds for. Uh, all the work they do for uh, Alzheimer's awareness and uh, care and care. Uh, big but, topic. But go on iTunes and look that uh, our last week's episode up if you want more information on how the care is uh, uh, administered, distributed, and future plans for it, and uh, and definitely uh, uh, ways to cope with uh, a family member having it, and also some preventative measures, which I think is uh, one of the most important things. Uh, that early detection. Well, that's why I thought it was so neat. It wasn't just talking about the people going through it, like as a, you know, like the person who has Alzheimer's. They really got into how important their support system is, and the family and the loved ones, oh, yeah. and how they can how they can help, and how they have to see from a different perspective to understand how they can help. So, right. um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to say enough about it. You know, we're like we got to move on, but I can't tell you enough about how much that show meant to me, especially having someone that was you know affected my grandmother by dementia and all that and um i the feedback we got was great and i had a lot of people hit me up um and i i like that they were able to have some fun with it so it made a serious thing easy to listen to so you guys are sure. you guys rock no so definitely uh, one of our uh most uh the more you know episodes right uh we gotta get moving we get bit we got i mean come on yeah we have uh tonight we have on the on the show actor comedian uh writer producer jimmy della valley Yes, I mean, Sopranos, Conan, Comedy Central, Without a Trace, My Name is Earl, Unfabulous, Oz, Sex in the City. And he's one, um, of, those, he's one of those guys, too. As soon as you, you see his face, you go, yep, I've I seen this guy. I know this guy. Hilarious stand-up also. Um, so he's calling in. Uh, he's going to call in. We're going to take our break at uh, a little early tonight so we can clear the decks and get him in here. And uh, But definitely call for that one. Uh, we're looking forward to having Jimmy in. America's Got Talent? I mean, come on, man. Yeah. It doesn't, I, doesn't I, stop. What's it? A matter of fact, I hope he's not listening now. I mean, it'd be cool if he was, but if he's not, it's kind of cool because he's going to go. What did, what did I get myself into? Thanks, Coop. <laughs> Steve, you're listening. Thanks, thanks. Got us the Steve got us the hookup on that. Mr. Cooper got, talk. Got Jimmy all set up on that. Um, our Jimmy. That's how we're going to do this thing. We're going to go. Which Jimmy are we talking to? So it might be a little interesting. Maybe not. Probably not a big deal. Maybe not. No. No, he's a pro. He, he's <laughs> go, whatever. Be like, yeah, you. Yeah, he, uh, he's been on Sirius. I mean, now he's here. There you go. Um, so I did that on last Thursday. Man, that was a, we stretched right around the corner on that one. Um, but that's going to be fun. Um, we should blast, blast into the stuff. Absolutely. Our stuff quick. Today is... Oh, dude, I was on it. 286 days till the first of the first of the year, January 2018. 6,867 hours. 412,061 minutes 
which means 24,723,680 seconds at the beep, beep, until Monday, January 1st, 2018, Los Angeles time. Los Angeles time, very important, yes. Yeah, we'll mix it up like that. (laughs) So... Um, oh, daylight savings times. You know, we're we're into that oh. now. We started that Saturday. I love it. Get home from work. It's a light. I love all that part, but man, I'll tell you, it is jacked right. so bad. So we've got 286 days, three hours, 40 minutes, and 55 seconds till the new year. Boom. Look at you. Damn. Even with my interruption. <laughs> I was planning on that. That is some pro shit right there. Um, till the new year. So we're looking forward to that. Hey, today... We're gonna do it again. Oh my god! No, <laughs> we need a we need a tape. We have we have a flaw. Um, you or any of your I am force be caught or killed, the secretary will disavow any knowledge of your actions. Wouldn't uh, wouldn't that be good if uh, life was like that? It would be awesome. just disavow any of your actions. Any of your actions. Um, a couple big. Today's the first day of spring. Is it today? Today is the first day of spring. Boy, oh boy! And we're gonna kick it off with with with. With vigor, with some rain tomorrow. And what do we do? We here in Southern California, we immediately dropped fifteen to twenty degrees from yesterday. Oh yeah, you know yeah. why? First day of spring took us right back into chill mode. Because because Mother Nature knows. It knows. Still needs that chill to, uh, for those uh, what uh, March goes out like a lion. Right, and they which got, it did. Yeah, they got a- April showers for May flowers. Bringing the May flowers, so we have to. We're gonna have a little rain, I think, in the next couple of days, just a little bit. There's your April showers. Well, it's still March, but you know we're building. We're getting there. I saw um, a lot of people post. They're doing a lot of blooms thing where you go out and check out all the blooms everywhere. Yeah, man, freaking beautiful with all the rain. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I saw Sandra post a bunch of stuff. You got, the, she went you, out. You got that. It's probably all weeds, but when you see all the mountains and the ranges with that cover of green, yeah, it's just gorgeous. And they, I mean, they, they, oh, beautiful. There's another one going up in Julian I'd like to get to, but it's next Friday, and, you know, I got to work. Those are all the, the poppies up there. Is that Julian? Uh, po- yeah, poppies, and, I mean, just all kinds of wildflowers everywhere, so that's kind of cool. Um, today is also anniversary of, um, let's, let's, let's all bow our heads. It's okay. It's bowed. You're, you need to bow yours farther. Oh, uh-huh. today was the anniversary of? anniversary of what? Big Bird's demise. Yes, our car wreck. <laughs> I saw it in my time hop, so I didn't put it up, and then I saw you put it up there. But yeah, yeah. Can you believe that was six years ago? Damn, that can't, that 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 went quick. And it was raining that night. It was coming down. That's yeah, why we crashed. That's why we crashed. Yeah. Um. So Big Bird, rest in peace. Thank you for all our lives because. Uh, you that's know, we're all here kicking. You that, guys wouldn't have Monday night now. Big that, Bird didn't do his job. That was a good. That was a good truck. We bent it in half. It, it bent in the yeah. middle. Yeah, it was. It was pretty bad. <laughs> it pretty bent. Bad. We bent that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy's favorite quote on the picture I posted was, "You okay? Boom. You all right? Boom. You all right? Boom." <laughs> that still makes me laugh because I don't remember saying that between all the hits. But uh, the, you and Ariana both said every time I hit, boom, you okay? Bam, you all right? Boom, you okay? <laughs> I I only think I got a couple of them out because I think that one of them I was going through that side window, you know. Put, you, wear your seatbelts, people, is all I'm telling you. And the, yeah, the, uh, Ariana reminded us of uh, your free, uh, free ear piercing. Yes, yes, I did. When you said what, they popped the cartilage back in, so here you go, boop. Yeah. <laughs> It was fun. They're looking at it going, I don't know how I'm going to fix this. Because on the top big part of my ear, you know, the part, the flat part in the middle, it just, the hole got poked all the way through it. And I remember going, eh, I don't know. I don't know. And they put the stitches in the bottom of my ear to put the lobe back on. Yeah. And then, and then they go, I don't know how I'm going to. And he messed around and he pushed it into it. And it made the, it went. 
He goes, oh, there. That'll fix it. Wipe it off with a little bit of little bit of alcohol. It's good to go. A L- little spit in a fucking tissue. You're all set. A little mommy remedy right there. Wow. That was crazy. So, Big Bird, rest in peace, man. We love you. We miss you. And um, thank you. Yeah, we were on our way to the ice house. We had a show. Uh, you know, I still think when the tow truck driver came to get Jimmy... And they said, where were you going? And, and said the ice house. And they're putting it on the truck. And, they said, and Jimmy had the thought of him taking it to the ice house and pulling it He said, up. do you need a ride? Right. Yeah. I said, yeah, I got a show at the ice house. And he says, do you need a ride? I would have just loved the flatbed in the truck. Just pull right up, do that, my set, and then leave. If you had it to do over again, would you might have done that? Knowing the outcome of everything. Right. Because they, they took you away, so I wasn't sure what was right. wrong with you. Right. Um, but if I knew the outcome... Then, yeah, for sure. Hey, Roy, I'm going to go do our sets. I'd be like, right on. <laughs> Pick me up on the way back, right? Um, and then I had um, I had uh, Bubba Gump um, taking care of me outside in the rain. That was in cool. In the pouring rain, where are you? Yeah. And Jimmy found out I didn't wear a seatbelt because they found out who I was. <laughs> Jimmy didn't even know I was. I flipped around in the back. You, were, you landed right where I saw you last. <laughs> So I remember I, well, after we landed, I put that buried that thing in the walk that got tired of hitting that concrete full speed. So I buried it, NASCAR it right into the pit wall, and just slowly had that thought going, All right, I got to see if these two are around. And you guys were just sitting there and you just grabbed your ear and you're going, Your window's broke. <laughs> we didn't know your head went through it. Yeah. My, my favorite part of that was it was raining and I'm grabbing the side of my head and I'm like, God, man, rain. And then I'm like, Wait, I'm all wet from the rain. I went, Oh, wait a minute, I'm inside. <laughs> that's not rain this rain is red <laughs> you know what the one one uh, i wish technology was caught up because right now i would have been on a dash cam video from somebody oh yeah that would have been awesome because we didn't hit nobody and no one hit us that was a miracle can you imagine we were facebook live when it went down oh man just wah bam would have been awesome everyone would have been like ah! <laughs> my mom probably have been watching you know and all of a sudden they cameras flying around no the, the viewers would have been more traumatized than we were because we were pretty calm going through all that yeah li- live it might not have been good but the replay would have got a lot of hits Jimmy. <laughs> what I'm saying. a lot of hits <laughs> the, the post on that would have been awesome yeah oh my god um alien ab- alien ab- abduction day today international day of happiness is today and kiss your fiance day oh shit i missed that one whoops um it's american chocolate week this week national button week whatever the hell that means and national fix a leak week i don't know about that but i'm gonna take a leak a lot lately there you go uh national nutrition month and national on hold month and national peanut month and we're not talking about peanut slam jam either (laughs) (laughs) i got a pair of socks i got a pair of socks first winner gonna get a pair of socks pair of socks a drink (laughs) and then oh then all the motherfucking jimmy shaw motherfucking jimmy shaw Right, we're going to take our first break. Yeah, that's why I get, get it in there real quick. We're out of here. All right, we're going to take our break here. We're going to come back. We're going to have uh, Jimmy Della uh, Valley with us. And so definitely give us a call, 909-360-8330. We'll see you in a minute, guys. Welcome back to the Roy and Jimmy thing on chaoticradio.com. Give us a call. You're going to want to. 909-360-8330. We are back from our, our quick-ass break right there. 
quick one. We have a big name on the line, so we can't just stay at the break forever like normal. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you like how I agree with that? Exactly. All right. Well, we have our guest on the phone. I'm going to give him a proper introduction that I'm going to plagiarize right here. Let's see here. Let's go here. Ladies and gentlemen, our next act coming to the stage. He's a national touring headliner. He's an actor. You may have seen him on The Sopranos, on Conan, originally from New York. He's here tonight. Please give a warm welcome for my friend, Mr. Jimmy Del Valley. Let him hands. There we go. Welcome, Jimmy. Hey, how you doing, guys? We're good, man. Thanks for calling in, bud. Perfect. I just actually just posted it where they can call in. I didn't know that. I thought that was the bat phone. I didn't know that was uh, the calling number. <laughs> oh, man, they got it. Bring them. Yeah, cool. So are we able to swear? Oh, no. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's all yours, baby. Oh, I didn't know. I don't have to swear. But uh, I do. If the, if the, <laughs> if the, you don't have you don't have to contain the urge. Excellent. 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 So, how have you been, man? What have you been up to? Oh, good, man. I uh, actually just found out that I just got a a, a part earlier, actually, in a, a new uh, horror film that they're shooting in upstate New York. So, going to be doing that in the next um, few months. So. Just just found that out, so that that just happened. Well, you know, I, I looked up uh, our buddy Steve Cooper hooked us up, and uh, so I've known you as a com- uh, a comic, uh, but you're one of them guys. You see your face, and you go, "I've seen him." Yep, you, I've seen him here. I've seen him all over the place. I saw your acting reel, and I'm like, all I've been doing since I seen your acting acting reel is going, "This fucking guy's going to be on here. This is great. This fucking guy's coming on our show." Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's, you know, it's hilarious. Um, I started working the cruise ships in the last few years, and. Uh, you know, they're always like, they've never seen anyone like me or nothing like that. You know, the audiences, they're like, we've been going on cruises. Blah, blah. And uh, the other guy, this one comedian, a great comedian, uh, Joe Marlotti, out of uh, <clears throat> St. Louis. And he's Italian, straight, 100% Italian, but he's not a goomba. He's like, <laughs> a, he, he, so he goes back after working with me for two weeks or a week or whatever it was. And he, his wife is like, oh, my God. And she's like, could you stop being, trying to be fucking Jimmy Davis? We live in St. Louis. There's no mafia. There's dairy farmers. You know, it's just... I, I, I'm Italian, and I tried to do, th- do the same thing. My girlfriend, she goes, you can't pull it off. Stop. Just stop it. Oh, yeah. And it's so funny because it, it's exactly who I am. It's not, There's nothing fake or phony about it. But... When I go into auditions, they'll go, you know, so I'll literally go in, and they're like, they're really looking for the Brooklyn guy. So I'm hey, oh, yeah, so it's nice. It's good to be here. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing this, and I'm doing a scene, and they're like, Jimmy, you don't have to do nothing. Stop faking the accent. And I go, I'm just pushing a little bit. They go, you don't have to do anything. Just be who, just talk just like talk. this. And then I'll get the part. You know what I mean? But, but but they say it happens all the time, you know, because it's like, I remember I was doing this uh, film with, um, oh, what the fuck is it? Oh, uh, Lance Henriksen. You know Lance Henriksen? Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's, he's droid is, droid does. You know, he does a million voiceovers. So I'm doing the voiceover for it, and he's sitting there, and, um, and he's and and the guy's going. The director. I remember. Uh, I actually uh, ended up uh, quitting quitting the film, and I had already been paid. But it was just so goofy. The guy was like, he's like, try to be more like uh, John Favreau, like the actor, because I had a ma- I had to match the voice. 
He right. goes, he's a very New York, a New York accent. I go, who's the actor playing this guy that you're trying to tell me? I go, John Favreau's from New York. I go, this guy is from fucking Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> and he's doing a fake accent like he saw Goodfellas too many times. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Ray. And then Lance is like, Jimmy, tell him to go fuck himself. And I'm like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. And I, <laughs> and I left. I go, this is, you know, you can't do. If someone's doing a fake accent, it, it's pretty hard to match that voice. I mean, and I match a lot of voices over the years of right. different things. But, yeah, so anyway, it was a funny, funny thing. And, you know, Lance is just the king, you know. He was in Terminator, everything. Anyways, like a mentor. Um but that's it, you know. That's that's it. But uh, um, I, I got my new film coming out called The Cross Up. We're about to hit all the film festivals. We did one screening. We did a question and answer, uh-huh. and people went uh, nuts. They they loved it, and it looks like we're going to be going through to all the film festivals with it, and uh, hopefully a nomination for best actor is uh, it's in, in, in in my future. I mean, well, I'm sure. Well, Are you already already practicing your speech? Yeah, 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 yeah. All the people that t- told me I wasn't going to amount to anything, all the Catholic schools I've been kicked out of, yeah. Well, I, th- I think that would be the chance you could use that, what they told you. Just tell them to go fuck themselves, and that's what you do. I know. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> well, no. yeah, I see here on IMDb, you're, you're, tell everyone your character's name in the cross-up. Oh, Sammy Faustino. Is that not a typecast? No. No typecast. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's hilarious, you know, and it's Eddie Velez is the director who is uh, Jesus. He was uh, in White Chicks. If you saw White Chicks, he's the one. Who would you Who would you fuck? Rosie O'Donnell. Do you remember him? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And and then Eddie was in Traffic op- opposite Benicio del Toro. He was in. I mean, everything. Uh, he was back in. The, he was in the A Team back in the day, where he was the guy who came in and rescued. He played Frankie Santana. Damn. So, so he would come in and rescue, you know, like B.A., you know, Mr. T, and uh, anyways, and uh, Murdoch and Hannibal. So it was pretty, so, and we did a movie years ago called Marriage Vows. Okay. And it's funny, actually, I think that just went on my IMDb. I don't know if it's up, it's supposed to be coming out on. It is right now, I'm looking at it. It's it's up there. You're, you're, you're playing Jimmy. You're playing, oh, yeah. You're playing. Yeah, I actually play a stalker comedian. Which is really funny, and um, so I think it's going to be on Netflix or something. I don't know, whatever. But but they hadn't got distribution. I think they hadn't finished. I don't know what the deal was. But me and Eddie became like brothers. Nice. And um, he and then all of a sudden I uh, wrote a commercial, and he he you know kind of rewrote it with me, and then uh, we co-directed it, and then we did uh, um. A pilot that I started in called Not For Nothing, which is like a blue-collar Seinfeld, and then um, and then uh, the cross-up, and then we're, go- oh, we also did a film called Target Jeremy that we sh- shot about the Middle East, uh, a feature film, and I actually play a uh, Middle Eastern guy who speaks Farsi. Wow. So Target Jeremy will be uh, coming out probably in 2018 well uh, looking at your imdb page you're playing a lot of dudes named jimmy which i like obviously you know uh, it's funny because uh, my buddy billy gardell did the same thing yeah i saw him you know and, and i think that's even like his little like his trivia note or something it'll say how many times has he played <laughs> billy 
because he was Billy in like Yes, Dear, and uh, uh, you know, I think Avenging Angel. He played Billy. He played Billy in a lot of things. That's right. That's right. Yeah, the the, the one on Marriage Vows, though. The uh, me being a comic comedian, Jimmy. I can uh, I, I I can totally use that. I like that. I like the little synopsis. Ex-wife moves into newlyweds' home and brings her new husband and announces they are swingers and want them to be one too. Oh yeah, it's it's so funny. I remember the girl. <laughs> so like I said, I played the, I played the comedian, and then I then I go and I stalk them at their parties and their swinger things. And I'm in the bed with this girl. She's gorgeous. Her name was uh, Kiana something. Um, and she had this like fat ass, like but really soft skin. You know, like a stripper. You know what I mean? Like with <laughs> not that I've ever touched one before, but you know what you I mean. You've heard, sure, sure, you've heard. And um. She literally, she had a skinny waist with this fat ass, and it was like a Kim Kardashian type thing. And she's in the bed in this cute little, like almost like you know, bikini negligee, whatever the hell it is. And I see the director whisper to her, and the director was Larry Flash Jenkins, who was on um, the White Shadow. Yes, I know. Oh, I yes. knew that name. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and he was in. Uh, uh, was it Fletch? Fletch, yes, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was. So, I and then all of a sudden we do the take, and this bitch slaps me so hard, oh. and I fall over backwards out of the bed. I've got a mark on my face. Makeup's got to cover me up, and I'm like, "What the hell?" It, it, I'm like, "What the fuck? What the hell's wrong?" She's like, "He told me that I'm sorry," <laughs> and she's like kissing on my cheek and stuff. I'm sorry, and and and, and uh, he's like, "I want it to look real." He's like, "We got it. It looks great." I'm like, and you, yeah, yeah, and you're reassuring him. Yeah, it, it was real. We're good. I yeah. mean, it it it's. I mean, she hit me. I mean, Jesus, like I owed her money for her. You know, I was her baby's daddy. <laughs> it, it was ridiculous, man. Well, your your, IB, uh, your IMDb is obviously full. You're a comic. Wait, did one feed the other? Did uh, the acting come first? Stand up? So uh, this, this is what happened. If you go in and you Google Jimmy Della Valley, you'll see a black and white picture of me in a leather coat, which my wife always breaks my balls. She's like, all right, everybody was good looking once. I'm like, no. You weren't as good looking as I was as a comedian. <laughs> Let's see this. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, hands you know in I mean? hands in the pocket, kind of like got that exactly. look on. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. damn. Yeah. So, so everybody, they wanted me. I was up for uh, um, Carter Verone in Fast and the Furious um, with uh, Fast and Furious Two, and uh, uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, Hauser got the the part. Uh, the the famous actor. He has that deep uh, growl. Oh but yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Rutger, Rutger Hauer? No, no, no not no. Rutger uh, Hauer. Oh my God, Wingshauser was his dad, but he's the the other one. I can't remember. Oh, he's in Pitch Black and stuff. It, I can't remember what the hell his name. But anyways, that that was like, and I didn't know how to act. But everybody was bringing me in for everything, and I and, and my manager was like, "Hey, The Sopranos wants to meet with you," and I was like. Sopranos, like well, what? I don't sing. I don't know nothing about like. And they wouldn't give me any script. <laughs> David <don't> Chase, <laughs> yeah, David Chase wouldn't give me any information. You know, I didn't know David Chase at that point, and um, so I couldn't do it. I was like, nah, I got a show. I'm not going to go do it. And 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 I was out of town, so I didn't go to my audition. They shot the pilot and whatever, and then it continued. And then throughout the seasons, they kept bringing me in, and I get a call back, 
every time. You know, and I really hadn't taken acting classes. It was just getting in on my look. Like, I do the bit in my act all the time. Like, I'm like, yeah, I moved out to L.A. because I got the look. And I guess I do because, you know, the directors are like, look, you're not right for this. Right? <laughs> you know, so that's what, that's what happened. So it became this thing of the look. And then it was like, and then I got this really good manager where he was like, okay, you got the look. Now you need to get the chops. So then I went to school, and I went to NYU for six months, and, you know, and I've done other, uh, over, you know, 50 commercials and everything. So so it was Cole Hauser from Fast and the Furious. Yeah, Cole Hauser, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, uh, check this out, Jimmy. We actually already have a caller for you, my friend. Oh, okay. We got, uh, we got a Frankie Ray on the line. Frankie Ray! Yes, oh my God. Frankie Ray. Hey, Frankie, you're on the air, buddy. What's going on? I need me some Jimmy thing. Frankie Ray, what's up, buddy? Are you hearing this guy's uh, voice? Holy shit, this is nice. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, live with the Jimmy Thing Hour. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're coming to you from KABC, Malibu, California. We're just a little bit off of the coast. <laughs> Beautiful. What are you guys doing down there, man? Oh, man, we're doing uh, good. We're, having a ball with Jimmy, man. We're, How we're, you doing, Frankie? Yeah, we're just sitting back and enjoy this ride. That's all there is to it. You know what? I have to tell you, I'm after Jimmy Stack. I want Jimmy Stack. <laughs> Jimmy's been stacking a stack that's got my name on it. He's Those talking about know, poker. He's yeah. talking about poker. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, Jimmy's well, I- got a big stack. It's a sexy stack, and I want it. <laughs> well, I, I did see that that you you played. You did play it. Um, you played the in one of the World Poker Tour deals. Oh, and I, yeah, actually, I, actually yeah. pl- I actually played in three of them. Oh, you did? Yeah, I played in Aruba, and then I played um, Bellagio, and then here at the L.A. Poker Classic, too. Yeah, oh, you well, know, the problem I'm, I'm with still that making is I'm the never available tour, for, like, so. you know, the five days, the three days, you know, anymore. You know, and that's what, that's what happens. You I was actually literally supposed to be in uh, Reno tomorrow shooting my new comedy special and we just renegotiated the contract and we're going to do it in the, in the next few months. Well, see, that's your problem why you can't play on the tour anymore. My problem was I always got my ass whooped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was that was the big difference there. You know, Frankie Ray, the way I met Frankie Ray was I was in the Jack Black Celebrity Tournament for, uh, what's her name, Lori? Lori Hartwell? Yeah. Yeah, Reno Support, Reno Support Network. Yeah, Reno Support, she's the sweetest lady, and um, it was a great thing, and uh, I was sitting, I had made the final table, and then I got knocked out, and I was like, okay, whatever, and then my buddy Massey Fralon, a great actor, he, he was behind Frankie, and he's like, this is my buddy Frankie, he's a great you know, actor, and all that, and I'm watching Frankie, and Frankie had this crazy outfit on, and um, Frankie was playing, so we're si- and I'm sitting behind him, and I, you know, and I'm such a poker player. I'm sitting behind him and just watching Frankie fold and whatever, and 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 we're talking as, but he didn't really know me until then. Then he went and he like followed me on Facebook, and then uh, we became friends. So, anyways, that's that's cool. I didn't know you were going to call in, Frankie. That's nice. I didn't either. Actually, you know, it's a little bit more in depth than that. Jimmy's standing behind me. And I got this whole bank of people, and here's this big fucking goomba. Pardon me, I can't say that. Right <laughs> you can. Yes, you can. One cable. You're good. Yeah, to go. you're good to go, man. 
Okay, this big fucking goomba is behind go. <laughs> me, and he's walking, watching over my shoulder. And so I'm, I'm revealing my cards to everybody, so they can. It's a charity thing. I'll let everybody see. And you know, I, I'm an old poker player, and I'm making really, I'm making hard poker moves. The difficult choices in the situation. And Jimmy leans over and he goes, "My money's on you." So <laughs> like three hands later, I take down first place, and Jimmy saunters off like, "Hey, hey, who's got the look? Who's got the eye?" I told him, "Jimmy, hey." He didn't say that. He doesn't sound like that. But um, just took down third in another celebrity poker tournament uh, last week. Jimmy was in Carson City, so I didn't get a chance to play with him. But I'm coming for you, Jimmy. I know you are, buddy. We're gonna Damn. we're gonna see the thing. Cool. Well, thanks, Frankie, for calling in, brother. I appreciate it, man. This is good. All right, man. It was nice talking with you guys. You guys have a great night. This is Frankie Ray live in Malibu, California, signing off on the Jimmy <laughs> Thing Show. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks for calling in, Frankie. Thanks for calling, man. Later, guys. Wow, look at that, man. Yeah, you want so your stack. You know, it's hilarious, man. They, they do come, they come for it. I mean... You know, it, it, it's so much fun. I stopped playing for many, many years, but I've been playing. Uh, Jason Alexander had invited me into his uh, WeSpark.org, which is a, a, a celebrity thing. Uh, and Mark Wahlberg hosted, not Mark Wahlberg uh, from the Burgers, not that one. Um, the, the Antique Roadshow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and he's a great, and he's a good, great poker player. He actually made the final table this year. And it was about between two and three hundred people but yeah we play it we play in them all and it's a lot of fun and uh you know they make a lot of money for the charities oh that's awesome and lena win lena win who's also uh and then uh sammy phillips from penthouse magazine who's uh she, she, they they run one for penthouse or hustler or something like that i forget anyways all right so good we'll have to play poker sometime yeah no no not now Okay. I thought it was a good idea for a while, but not, not all of a sudden, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> See, remember, you quit playing because you didn't have time. I quit playing because I run out of talent about the second hour. See, it's a completely different thing. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, where's your uh, where's your stand up coming from? Uh, uh, did, uh, what 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 got you into that? Also, with the acting. So, so I'm in Catholic school, and I'm in the fifth grade. And uh, my best buddy Mike Thompson, right? He would tell me a joke every day and I'd go up and I'd tell the girls and stuff and whatever and I can never remember the joke. I can only remember the punchline. So to this day I come up with a punchline and then I write a joke around it. That's how I do it. So I've been doing it since I was literally in the fifth grade. And um the te- the teachers I got kicked out of Catholic school in the fifth grade. They said I was the devil. My mother wanted to, <laughs> yeah, she wanted to divorce my father. It's because of you, he swears, and you know, so this whole crazy thing. And because she's Irish, and I'm, a, and my dad's Italian, so you know that was the whole mixed. And, and we had just it, Catholic school; it was brutal. So they had to call public school and see what to do with me. I literally was in the, the in the hallway more than the janitor. It, it was it was crazy. It, it was crazy, and, and so then all of a sudden, then I go right to uh, you know I go to go to the public school. First day in the school, I see this cute girl come up to me. She's smiling at me, and uh, and she's like, "My sister likes you." I'm like, "This does uh, your sister look anything like you?" She goes, "Exactly." She, 
we're twins. Bam. So this girl thought, I'm literally that day. Okay, we're, we're boyfriend and girlfriend that day. I'm like in the sixth grade. And uh, they're, uh, yeah, it was pretty amazing. So. <laughs> I like that part. She looked like you. Yeah, yep, done. Handle. Yeah. We're boyfriend, girlfriend. Done. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually fun. I never actually told that story like that before, but it actually kind of sounds funny for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it does. So you started, you started there. You figured, uh, what got you on stage for the first time? Well, so I, I was actually a major break dancer. <laughs> major. Well, you know, I wasn't, like you see, I wasn't like, you know, heavy set. You know, um, I was uh, in really good shape, and I was a major break dancer, like big, big time. Win talent shows, trophies, everything. Um, actually taught break dancing with um, the the um, the at, at a break dancing school. I can't remember the name of it. But then, right from there, I became. I started riding bikes, like uh, freestyle. Uh-huh. And uh, one of my best friends was Dave Mira who, you know, uh, passed away last last year, Dave Mirror, the, the famous uh, BMX freestyler. And um, I, ro- I rode for GT, and I traveled all over. You know, we toured. And then he went and uh, he, he went to Harrow. And out of anything I've ever did, to know James Gandolfini, to Vinnie Jones, to anything, any acting, to these directors or whatever, riding bikes, my all-time favorite thing. Damn, you know? wow. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that about me, you know, because, you know, um, but there's a comedian uh, in uh, New York who's a great comedian. Uh, he was managed by Ray Romano's manager, and uh, we had met at a comedy club, and he's like, I remember you when I was a kid from riding bikes. Oh, my God, I went to see, and his name is uh, George Gallo, who's a great, a great comedian, and he still, to this day, in his 40s, still rides. Right, I I would break my ankles. I I couldn't do it now, you know. So you were you were you into the the that era of um, uh, electric boogaloo breaking uh, two? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny. So I'm uh, I'm in New York, and um, his name is Sig Miguel. He's a famous cast, casting director. And he casted the movie Empire, not the TV show Empire. The movie Empire, who, I'm trying to think. Oh, well, Leguizamo, John Leguizamo was in it. Okay. And I go up and I audition, and uh, and he's like, he's like, man, he goes, you know, the director really likes you. And the director's name was Frank Reyes, who was one of the leads in Beat Street. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Right? And he had gotten a three-picture deal. So I went, and then all of a sudden, right before I move to to L.A., Frank Reyes is bringing me in for all these movies to like do table reads, and I'm going to be like attached to this film and this film. And then all of a sudden, I just like picked up and moved. I, I picked up and moved to L.A. I got married and literally moved to L.A. right after my honeymoon within like a week. Wow! It was like boom, 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 done. And my wife was back in New York. Uh, in Brooklyn, uh, packing boxes, and I'm out here auditioning already. Boom, boom, you know, sitting in my 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 condo. Damn. Yeah. Let's see if I let's see if I can get you get you feeling about. <laughs> yeah, that 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 is that that is breaking. That is definitely breaking. Yep. 
<laughs> we'll see if we get you. Now feel the comeback coming. Who was that dude? Um, if I was on Skype right now, you'd see me popping. I'd be, popping, <laughs> I'd be doing the worm, whatever you need. <laughs> <laughs> well, who was that other dude? Uh, uh, God, I'm gonna say it wrong. Shabadoo. Yeah. 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 Shabadoo. Shabadoo. So Turbo, I think uh, Shabadoo is his real name. I, I only met him once, but actually, the guy who opens for me a lot, his name is Little Rob. And um, he was a big time break dancer, and he's really good friends with them. And they actually do a big uh, uh, break dancing jam on Monday nights in Long Beach. And Turbo and the, all, all those guys from Breaking are there, and all that. Damn. So, so when's the last time you just broke down? And I mean, you, you felt it, and you had to go back and do a little break dancing, a little break dance, a little pop and lock. Would you? Um, I actually the other day. On the cruise ship, I, I got down and did a little break in because they got a circle, and uh, started br- feeling it. Yeah, and I mean, and these guys are like the real breakers on the ship, and uh, they got the circle going. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I should, you know, and and because the uh, two weeks before that, I was like nervous. I didn't do it, and then the next two weeks i was like screw it i'm doing the fucking circle man i used to own this circle i got in <laughs> and i did i did like the worm and hit my balls and i was like oh my god and then i tried to do a windmill and crack my crack my hand like it didn't you know it just but my body cracked and i was like oh my god i'm gonna break dance i'm gonna break a hip <laughs> I, mean, I was really like and my wife was like what the a couple years ago at a, at a house party uh, I threw my brother he's a couple years younger than me uh, song came on he had a few drinks he felt it and did the worm on my concrete floor and when his hip slammed in his shoe popped off <laughs> just, like, you know I, I cheered you on but man that looked painful man oh that's funny <laughs> that is funny it's funny how sometimes I'll, you're in there and you're like, your mind is still back there and your body just ain't there anymore, man. Oh, no, I think I think I still have it on my resume, but um, <laughs> I really don't want to go into... You know, it's funny, um, Was it the actor Nick Nicotera, who's been in a lot of stuff, he was actually, I think he was on Wild and Out, you know, that thing where Nick Cannon, you know, they were... Oh, MTV, yeah, yeah. 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 So Nick was on there, and he's, uh, me and him used to audition against each other all the time, and um, he's great actor great dude and um we both auditioned for um do you remember when radio shack just became the shack like they were trying to be cool <laughs> yeah yes. about four or five years ago yeah. yeah so i go up for the audition i get the call back and they've got me dan they've got me break dancing for like five minutes and and i literally walk out of that thinking i was gonna have a heart attack and i'm like i'm like i don't i don't want to get this part you know I, don't. I mean unless they can get this shit in one take and then take me to the hospital i mean it, it was so and then he got it and he told me he's like dude this was he booked it and he was like he goes it fucking sucked filming that fucking commercial man. <laughs> like the dude's like, all right, go back to one take. Let's do a different take. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's on a ten minute knee break. So I, t- oh I, I need a knee here. Take it easy. Yeah. So well, yeah, I can so, only I can only assume your first time on stage, you, you just killed it. So my first time on stage, I did do very well. Um, now, were you nervous because of the different atmosphere, or did you just you, the, the attitude you have right now? You just said, "I'm just going to do it. I don't care." No, um, I literally couldn't look 
at the audience. I looked at the ground, oh. and um, but you know, I was like a handsome kid. Like then, I was like a J.C. Penny model at that time. <laughs> so it was like you know, so I, I knew my looks were good. I had the you know the slicked hair and all that stuff. I looked like Bud Bundy. I used to joke about it on stage. <laughs> And you know, and I'm, you know, I was like, you know, like one seventy, one eighty, you know, whatever. And I'm six foot tall, so I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm on stage, and I'm like, you know, they they said that, uh, and I'm looking down. I never forget. I'm like, they said that, you know, club owner says if you're nervous, all you have to do is pr- pretend that the audience is in their underwear. And, uh, you know, and they kind of laugh, you know, but they're, ner- you know, they're nervous, too, because they, they can tell you're nervous. Right? Exactly. They're feeling And I go, it. you know, all you got to do is pretend that they're in their underwear. And I go, the funny thing is, this lady right here is not wearing any. <laughs> <laughs> Huge laugh. She comes up to me. She's like, uh, what do they call the lawyer secretary? A legal, paralegal? Yeah. Paralegal, yeah. Yeah, she comes up and she goes, you were so funny. And just so you know, she whispers in my ear, I'm really not wearing any. Oh. And I'm like, oh my God. So I hooked up with her, I remember. <laughs> she's like, a, you know what I mean? And I'm like 19 and she's like 24, 25, you know, whatever it was. <laughs> so, you, so you crushed it your first night on still. Yeah. Yeah, not necessarily on stage. And then... You know, and then that's the thing. So I've been, you know, I'm I'm 45. I've been a comedian since I was 19, and and it's all I've really ever done. And it's like sitting there doing it, and then all of a sudden I'm in New York City doing shows. I'm a pro, and I'm doing minimum 30 shows a week. Yeah. And, and I come up with Patrice O'Neill and Rich Voss, and oh. you know, all, all these these are my guys. You know, and 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 you know, and they're helping me get better and you know whatever they take me under their wings and i'm sitting there and and i'm going oh man this is great and then all of a sudden there's like six months to a year where everything i say sounds racist they get it gets groans but i'm still doing shows i'm still getting paid and then i'm going what the fuck like I, I don't understand. Like I can't figure out what's going on. Where's the turn? Yeah. You know, am I? I'm doing the same bit. I don't understand. I'm not delivering the joke. You know. And then all of a sudden it went away. And then it came back like a, ten years later, for like maybe a week or two. And I was like, Oh my gosh, should I quit? What is going on? And then, then it went away. And then I just started really going, Okay. You know, it, it was almost like I was making a living for so long as a comedian, and I wasn't, I wasn't respecting it. Okay. You know, and, and I wasn't respecting what was going on with my life. Like, yeah, oh yeah, I'm just on the road. I'm here. I'm working here. I'm working there. I'm just that, and 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 I didn't care. And it wasn't like I always wrote. It wasn't like I wasn't writing, but I was just sticking to kind of like the same act and not not caring and going on autopilot. And maybe the bits weren't as strong as, you know, they, that I felt they were. So when I went on autopilot, it wasn't the same thing. But I tell you, after all those years and, and, and going back, and then really, my father died in 2009. So he didn't really get to see, you know, he got to me do some commercials. Right, Zion screen a little bit. You know, but nothing special. Actually, a true story was, I was in uh, Down to Earth with Chris Rock, and I, I had a line or something that got cut but but um i'm the um 
Grace Papaya guy with him and Regina Hall, uh, Regina, uh, the one, the one from, is she in Friday? I mean, she, I think it's Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I, I, yeah. yeah, Regina King. King Regina King, King, King yeah. Yes. And um, so, you know, they're all great, and, you know, we're, we're talking and hanging out. And my dad goes to see Down to Earth with my mom. They're the only ones in the theater. <laughs> Chaz, Chaz Palminteri's in it. Everybody's in it, you know. And, and uh, my dad goes, literally, he goes to my mom, yeah, just, I'll be right back. And I'll be right back. And he goes to the projector room and he knocks on the thing. And the guy's like, uh, yeah. Hello? Uh, he's like, yeah, look, my son's in this movie. Could you fast forward it to his part so we can get the fuck out of here? <laughs> Shit. True story. My mom's like, Mike, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm not going to sit through this piece of shit. (laughs) Cut cut through the chase. (laughs) Wow. Well, you know, it's it's funny what you said there. You know, the audience, you went on autopilot, but you didn't know that, but the audience knew you enough, or they could tell enough to go that this guy's just phoning it in. So when I started doing the cruises, which I now do four to five different, completely different 30-minute shows on the cruise, I do uh, adult-rated, R-rated, dirty, and then I do uh, two clean shows. Uh-huh. And um, my wife sees me headline the Pachanga Casino the other day, and she hadn't seen me in a while. And she was like, you're like a different comic. She's like, you are so strong now, honey. She's like, there's just, she goes, the cruises took you to a new level. Now, some people would not cruises. Oh, that's where comedians go to die, but not anymore. Right. I'm on the cruises. Dean Edwards is on the cruises. Um, I mean, there's just so many. Mark Theobald, who tours with Tracy Morgan, he was on the cruises. There's just so many different people. Well, Lewis Black was doing a cruise. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Collins does them. Uh, Chris, Chris Tucker just did them. Um, yeah. Jim Gaffigan. Everybody's doing a cruise. Nick Swartzen. Everyone's doing them now. It's not that's not the thing no more that it's like it's not like that's where you yeah that's that that stigma is not there anymore right yeah so it took me to a new level well plus plus you had to do the clean and the dirty and that's definitely going to make you stronger right there and the thing was the greatest thing about doing it was this guy says to me who was um running he was one of the comedy managers but he actually was a comedian for like 30 years and he's really really amazing and um, his name is Jeff, the fun dude, just a great uh, guy. And um, he, Jeff Shaw is his real name, and he's been around for years. And he said to me, he said, yeah, he goes, you're really funny. He goes, I think that you could fine-tune this and to be so strong on that stage. So I saw him in January, and then I was back on the cruise in March. Um. And he comes up to me, and I'm just killing every show and he was like really good sets really good he goes you took my advice and i go i go yeah and i go i kind of did i don't really understand what the advice was because there was so much advice and you're just so knowledgeable i couldn't understand and i tried and he said and then what he said was he goes what you're doing on the stage is your you're selling this character that's so unbelievable that it's that there's no way that this guy would say, you know, say this. Like it's not. So 
I did um, I did a show, and th- and he explained to me. I said, "Well, I don't understand." I go, I, "I'm just doing my thing." He goes, "No," he goes, "You're getting away with whatever you want to say because of your character is so strong." And I didn't really know I was a character, you know. Right. But he and, and then he was right. What it was was, I said something about who went to Catholic school. And someone said, um, you know, they went to Catholic school. And I said, oh, I went, I went to, uh, oh, that's what they said. They go, Saint, and this was in the clean, the clean show. And she goes, I went to St. Mary's. Uh-huh. And I go, St. Mary, I dated her. <laughs> it crushed. I mean, it crushed like you couldn't imagine. And then I tagged it with another thing that killed as well and that I made up. Right. And he goes to me after, he goes, I saw you go to go to the, like you didn't go too far because it's a clean show. He goes, but in the adult show, you could have took it to a level that would, people would have went insane like dying. He goes, but what you did was that character... You know what I mean? Because so like you know anybody would go, yeah, with the guys. Oh, same marriage. Yeah, I dated her. That's funny. But I go, I dated her. Yeah. And they went nuts. So then I realized what it, what it became was this whole different thing of talking and just you know, like I do a bit. I say, um, I said my wife. I say, yeah, my wife. Me and my wife have been together for. Uh, almost 15 years, we're married 13. My mom and dad, 54 years, and my sister, 40-something years. And and I told my wife, I said, we're going to be together forever because we are a team. And my wife goes, yeah, I want to be traded. <laughs> right? So I now know how to take every bit, every premise, and take it to that next level. And that's really what the ships really taught me. Because I had never had that, um, you know, like, I could just go headline a club and do whatever I wanted. 45 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour, and I'm done. Right. This is now, do your 30, 30 minutes, get off the stage, do another 30, different 30, another, di- you know what I mean? Well, it sounds like you learned how to you personalize each show now, basically. Yeah, it took yeah it took me to a new level, and uh, I really uh, am happy. It doesn't affect your bits. You can personalize it, and it's actually more fun for you too at that point. Yeah, and I you know, and I work for uh, Carnival Cruise Lines, and uh, I just I, I'm honored. I really am honored, you know. So that's that's it. I love it. Do you, Do you have a favorite? You know, like a favorite style to work, if you were to work clean or dirty? I mean, what's more comfortable for you, or because you've done it so long, is it kind of, you just kind of just depends on where you're at, man. Just roll with it. When I started, um, I was always dirty, and my wife, who's been with me uh, 15 years, she was like, you really should work clean. If you could work clean, you would work more of, you know, in corporate. You know, these corporates that'll pay, you know, sure. just killer right. money. And I said, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel that it's you know, good, I, I don't know. So I started, like, learning. Once again, two years of doing the ships, I started learning how how to write clean. Like, you know, and I took, like, my my ailment. Uh, I said, yeah, I'm a big guy. I say big guys have a thing called IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. Uh-huh. It's hereditary. It runs in your genes. 
Boom. Hilarious, <laughs> hilarious joke. And I go, I know it's a crappy joke. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. Seriously, let it go. Right? So it's like you can do it in the, you can do that in a corporate show. So I just started realizing, okay, my wife, you know, boom, boom, boom. Let me write all these jokes. I never knew how to write clean jokes. And now I feel like, like I said, I feel like I went to a new level. So when I do my new comedy special, man, I just, I literally have three hours of material, two and a half to three hours of material that I do every ship. Plus, plus crowd work that ends up really well, you know, and having so much fun. So you can, you, you basically start out your bits clean and then pepper them as you need to. If you, if you need to cuss, you don't start with the cussing. You just, you don't have to. You know, I had lined a show called The Dirty at 1230 in Vegas. Vegas, and I, yeah. And I've, yeah. I've done it a million times. They love me. I'm one of the favorites there. And I do the show, and, um, you know, I brought a guy to open for me. And, uh, you know, he's supposed to do, like, 12 minutes or something. And within, like, four minutes, the dude's like, yeah, he's like, dude, i got to get this guy off. He, I go, he's, uh, he goes, he's too clean. He, he doesn't get it. And I go, yeah, you know, he normally does fine, but that's fine cut him i don't give a shit right uh-huh. and he had flown in from new york to do the show and um you know he, he used to open for me he no longer works works for me but the, the point of the story is i went up and then my best friend comedian tim homeyoon was with me too so he was going on right before me and he said to me he goes yeah see he goes he was too clear. he goes he doesn't get it he goes you don't have to be D- dirty on the dirty at twelve thirty. You just got to be funny, confident, and if it's clean, it's fine. Right. So, like, um, I just started, you know, realizing that it was like if you're clean, it, you know. So it's just what I realized was it's just the attitude. Sure. You know, and and if you're and if you're basically doing clean, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. You can kind of get away with a little more. When you poke into the dirty a little bit, you know what I mean? You, Completely. You're just stretching yourself out a little more and giving them more than they bargained for. You're like, oh, shit, he just said that, you know, yeah. after hearing you for 15, 20. No, exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and, and that's what it became was the, you know, like, it became this, you know, the attitude. And, and the attitude was like, and you think I'm saying the F word. Right. You're expecting I'm, it. Yeah, you're subliminally hearing Like, it. did he just say fuck? Did he say motherfucker? Did he say fuck? <laughs> and I might not say, you know what I mean? And I'm like, no, it's a kid's show. And, I, and I'll record all the kids' shows. They're called PG shows, but there are kids that are. So if you look on my website, if people go to funnyjimmy.com, you'll, you go to the second uh, video in the comedian section, and that's me performing on um, the Punchliner Comedy Club on Carnival, and there is a kid in the audience. He's walking back and forth, you know, whatever he's taking a shit i don't know he's still but like he, he keeps going back. but 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 he did take a picture with me after and um a lot of times the people the the, the kids with their parents will come up you're my favorite comedian i watch comedy central all the time you know so you know i think it's funny about that too is a lot of times if you watch any kind of animated stuff there's hidden humor in there for adults the kids have no idea what's going on yeah, well, I mean, like I said, I'm 45. I mean, I came up on Bugs Bunny and all that stuff, right? And these commercial or these cartoons now are not, you know, what I mean, those, you know, the Flintstones, all that stuff was written for adults, right? Yeah. And and it's like, no, it's a no, really watch and listen, yeah. <laughs> right? And the kids are just like, ah, oh, it's cartoon, no big deal. And parents are like, oh yeah, yeah, I get it, I got it. 
Exactly. Now, exactly. When you uh, when you started working clean, this this happened to me. Uh, I did a, a comedy time thing about five years ago, and they said, you know, no cussing, nothing dirty, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's at that point you don't really realize what you do, you know, as far as your cussing and stuff, because you assume you're just doing your bits, and it kind of you overthink it a little bit. You're like, oh god, I can't say this, I can't say that, but you really don't do that too much, anyways. Right. You know, it, it's kind of did it mess with your head a little bit? Were you worried about what you were saying? Oh yeah, I was really scared when I got hired to work Carnival. My agent was like, "You have to do, you have to go there with ninety minutes minimum, and you have to do one clean show. Then you can repeat the clean show because people will come back or whatever the deal is. Right. And then you do a thirty minute adult, and then you do you can repeat that one again." And then you do a different 30. And those are your five shows. Right. But yeah. now I go from between four and five shows and that's it. Because I, I don't, it, it, it literally breaks my heart to, to, you know, know that my bits will, you know, kill. And then see that, you know, someone go, he did that yesterday. Right. And you're like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah. like the audience is still laughing, but a couple people might be there. So... That was it. So I said to my agent, I said, well, I'm going to work really hard to get to the four or five sets so no one can ever do that. And once I started doing that, that really took it to a new level. Well, sure, your confidence plus your material, like you said, you got four hours right there. And, you know, it's a catch-22 for us comics because you get bored doing your stuff. You don't want someone to come back to a show and you go, I don't want to bore you. You know, at the same time, you're thinking of something new, but also there's your, your strong set that... 90% 90% of the, uh, the the rest of the audience needs to hear, you know? Well, well you know, it's funny because I did um, comedy time probably six or eight times. I saw your uh, your Shark Week bit on that one. That, is, oh, that cracked yeah. me up. He said, what do, you, what do you do when you come across a shark? What the guys say, run? <laughs> oh, yeah, they say run. I go, what do you, Jesus? Yeah, Jesus yeah. They always say, like, actually that bit transformed into my new new bit about bears. Where I do the shark bit sometimes, not all the time, but my new bit is like, what if you're attacked by a bear in the forest? And I say, well, you know, you're supposed to lay down and play dead so the, so the bear can eat you slowly. <laughs> and I go, not only works for the brown bear, you do that with the black bear, it's a different situation. Black bear attacks, you lay down, you play dead. He might steal your sneakers, <laughs> especially if they're Bear Jordans. If they're Bear Jordans. Right. You just got the crowd with you on that. You know, so, and it's like, you know, so it's just, but but it's like, you can't go, he steals your sneakers. Like, you know, you, you have to, you know, and I've already talked about my brother-in-law's black, 40 years in my family, one of my best friends. I love him to death. So yeah. I talk all about all, you know, I've, I've dealt with all black people in their culture my whole life well, you, so you, you, yeah like you said you can't throw a hack punch out like that you know what i mean yeah you're, you're working the persona on it it's perfect exactly yeah so yeah so it it, it but you know it took a little it, it literally took a little bit of time to, to get that joke to work the way that i wanted sure and then you know do you still have the, that one joke from years ago you're still tweaking um or the the premise of it, you know, I've got one that I had, I think, since I started. It's been probably seven, eight years, and it has morphed into this whole different thing. But it's I still hanging on to it because I, I love it. But I keep changing it, twisting it, and tagging it, you know, pretty much every time I go on. 
yeah, you know, a lot of people have one. I didn't know if you would have one. Yeah, you know, I I do. I'm trying to think right now. Um, actually, it's funny because the chipping. Did you see my Comedy Central thing that I did? I didn't see it. No. Okay, so that was called Last Comic Stealing, <laughs> and I sue my best friend and uh, Doug. Uh, Benson is the judge. It's called the High Court. Did okay. you, no. So anyway, so I went on there and I sued my best friend for a joke that he stole that my father gave him. And um, it, it's, you know, saying I used to be a Chippendale dancer, now I'm a Chips Ahoy dancer. So anyways, <laughs> always get to laugh. They always like the joke. And the nice thing about it is when Doug, uh, Doug goes to uh, deliberate, he goes in the back room and he gets high. And he's talking to the bailiff. And uh, Justin May Peluso, who played the guest host or whatever, guest bailiff, and um, and he says, he goes, I bet you that guy Jimmy sells that joke every night. He goes, he goes, maybe I don't think it's funny. He goes, but I bet you every night he makes that joke work. And what happened was, I'm doing the, I'm doing the joke, and over the years, of course, you know, it's a one liner, but now it's like. You know, now now there's more to the bit. It's like Chips Ahoy Dancer. And I go, I told that joke the other day. I, I said to this guy, I say, hey, big guy, sh-, you know, you know, I, I said, I would dance my ass off for a cookie. Do you have a cookie? I know you stole one from the buffet. <laughs> and I go, can you believe that this guy threw a fucking cookie up out of his hand, his pocket, and he threw up a cookie. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I picked it up. And I go to throw it back, and I, and I ate it. I, I ate it. I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's now became this whole like little stupid story. Yeah, the the one thing like I said, it kind of, it kind of like dares myself to keep that joke, my bit, my premise, since it's changed so much. And I always, I always love it, and I just love twisting it and tagging it as I go. What's your bit? Tell me the bit. We'll we'll, we'll make it better. I, there you go. Yeah, it, it started out as a. It's my open mic stuff, uh, a, a, a tag about um, how every drug causes anal leakage. And then it twisted into uh, old commercials where they used to sing to you and make you feel better, but now everything's a drug. And now it twisted into some uh, Viagra uh, experience. So I'm like, I'm 52 now, so you know, I'm, now I'm talking about looking forward to trying the, doing the Viagra, but worried about the, the anal leakage still. You right, know, you know, right. But I will have the depends on. You know, what I mean, I can go all these different ways with it down based on my age. Right, right. Yeah. So I'm just t- twisting it from that to this, and just you know, I just throw out an idea when I'm on stage, and go for the reaction and go, okay, here's, I got it. That's the way I'm going to go with it. You know, I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep that premise, which isn't the same premise anymore, but that part of that joke, I'll, I'll keep it probably till the end. Right. Well, no, the, and 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 that's a you know, it's a great premise. I mean, I've heard you know, you, you know. Comics do anal leakage jokes about eating chips or whatever. You know, it, there's always anal leakage. But your thing is, you know, in my mind, I would say, but you know, but you know, now I'm 52, so now I take Viagra, and the anal leakage is, uh, you know, that's my wife's problem. <laughs> it's not my concern anymore. You know, you go that. You know, you just go. That's my wife's problem. You know, di- she said she wanted lubrication. Eh, she's got it. It's a different wet spot than she. Just saying. You know what I mean? That's that's where you, that's where I'd go with that joke. Yeah, like you know? I said, I'd work my age with it now, and just yeah, don't be afraid of it. Just go for it. Yeah, yeah. you know that that was the thing. It's funny. Um, 
Steve Schaefer, who's one of my favorite comedians, I don't know if you go look him up, he just did a um, play. He just wrote a play called A Married uh, a Married Comedy, or Married People, a comedy. Anyways, it's here in L.A., and Mark Schiff, who tours with Jerry Seinfeld, who's another one of my favorite comedians. Oh, I saw him at the Long Beach Laugh Factory probably three years ago, and he's been, what, he's been one of my favorites forever. Yeah, so he, well, you should go see his play. I think it's already sold out, but I went um, to the opening night, you know, and uh, they invited me, and uh, Steve Schaefer. Anyways, you know, the, Jerry Seinfeld was um, roommates, at least that's what, what I was told by Steve years ago. Um, he was roommates, you know, with uh, Steve back in the day, and he's sitting there, and he's looking at his calendar, and uh, Steve goes, what the fuck? You got more dates than me? How the fuck you got? He goes, we get, you know, Jerry's not famous. He's just a comedian, just running around town doing spots. Right. And he's going, he goes, you, he goes, no. He goes, what are you talking about? He goes, your calendar, look, it's, it's got X's everywhere. Everywhere on the thing, it's got X's. He goes, stupid. He goes, that is where me and Larry Miller wrote for over six hours a day. And he said the whole calendar was fucking X'd out. Wow. Damn. And I was like, wow, what a work ethic this guy had, you know? And um, I bet, you know, I barely know Jerry. Met him like once or twice. We, we, I did Gotham and he was on the show, you know? It wasn't like, I mean, I, of course I went on before him, you know, but it wasn't really like I opened for him. Right. But, you know, and um, I briefly talked to him and um, talked to him about a bit and stuff. And he's like, he goes, listen, he goes, you can make any bit funny. You just have to think about it. And he's like, what you need to do is take every joke and write, you know, between five and ten punchlines for every joke. And then figure them out. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, that, uh, 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 I do the same thing now. I'll I'll, I'll come up with a, a funny premise, but it's the writing and interpreting it, You're translating it out of my brain, and it's like, yeah. okay, here we go. You, you got the, it's it's work time, it's study time, and you just write it, rewrite it, write it. I do that on a Facebook post when I'm trying to be funny. <laughs> like, I had a comedian. I had a delete and block. Um, actually, she was a, bre- a break dancer. Actually, I think I might have brought her back into Facebook. I can't remember, but I've known her forever. And she's actually a famous break dancer. She was in Beat Street or consultant or whatever. But anyway, she's a comedian now. And I posted. I had made. A, I had did a post, and I had about two hundred comments. I had likes. I had everything, and everybody was rewriting the joke. I was like, "Hey, have fun. Rewrite this joke." Ba, 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 ba. And she had written about twenty comments, and they were all really funny. I'm like, so now this is my new thing where I go. If somebody's right, I go, yeah, I'm putting that in the act. And people go, oh, no, no, you know, that's my joke, or, you know, whatever the hell they do, they right. say. And she was like, are you kidding me? She made the biggest deal. Are you kidding me? You're going to take that? that? That's called troll punching or something. Troll punching. <laughs> make, make our own shit up. <laughs> yeah, like made up this bullshit lot. Like, and I was like, what? She's like, she's like, I'm not. She goes, most people aren't going to tell you that, Jimmy, but you cannot use the jokes that we're right. I go, then don't fucking write the jokes. I go, I put it out here as an experiment. It doesn't mean I'm going to even use the joke, but I just put it out here. I wrote a premise, and everyone wrote a bit about it, and it, and it was hilarious. Yeah. 
I did that. I had a a comic friend. She she did the same. Well, she did a post on something, and I tagged it. And she goes, she private messaged me. She goes, you know, I do a bit about this. This is my bit. She goes, can I use your tag? I said, it's yours. You asked for it. Right. Yeah. No worries. Take it. It's not going to help my bit at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's. You remember when Seinfeld? Because Seinfeld and Chris Rock are literally like my two favorites. Yeah. And me and Tony Rock were actually in acting class together. Oh shit. In New York, so um, you know, we're still good friends. I mean, if I see him, you know, I, I barely see him, but um, it, it's you know, but if he sees me, he's like, hey. <laughs> but but the guy actually who tours with him is Garrett Dixon, who I do all those barbershop videos. Have you seen those? Is that the the uh, living color? Um, yeah, no, Garrett Dixon. Uh, we do these um, barbershop videos, which are. You know, like really quick viral videos are really funny. Like the other day, I got I'm the first guy to get um, my haircut at a, by a black barber. <laughs> so we did that, and actually the cops because he and then he comes out and I'm talking. I'm like, Yo, it's amazing! You got to see it. You know, I'm like a little homeboy. Yeah, it's great. Oh man, mama. and then all of a sudden he ro- he comes in the car. Give me your money. I'm like, what? I'm like, Garrick? He's like, give me your money, man. And he robs me. Anyways, we were guerrilla shooting it, and the fucking cops came, and next thing you know, we had 14 guns on us. It was crazy. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was all over Facebook. It was Facebook Live. It was crazy. Oh, damn. So that was that was pretty scary. But anyways, Garrick, he does these barbershop videos, which are just... So funny, man! They, and they all oh, go I gotta, viral. I gotta, I gotta yeah. check them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm looking right now. Actually, <laughs> I'm putting them on a playlist for later. <laughs> Sit down yeah, and watch funny. them all. Yeah, yeah, his barbershop. Yeah, and if you look at like best of the 2016, one or two of mine are in there and stuff. I, I've done, I've done two or two or three. I can't remember. Oh, nice. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, but but um, but that's it, man. Um. I was seeing that you're posting, you're doing shows, you're doing a show or something? Uh, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday we're doing an Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's benefit. Alzheimer's deal. Oh, you guys are doing a, yeah, let me know about doing a show. If I'm ever in town, I'd love to come out and do a spot or something. Oh, that's awesome. We, uh, we yeah, actually absolutely. have a, yeah, we have a monthly room we do out in Chino and, uh, we bring up, you know, like Jody Miller's been out, Helen Hong, uh, would definitely love to have you out on that. So we'll definitely, oh, yeah. we'll definitely get together for something like that. That's perfect. What do you got coming up next, Jimmy? I saw here on Amazon, you actually have a DVD out there. Oh yeah, my 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 comedy special is on Amazon right now, and uh, I I um gonna gonna put another one out. That one was shot a couple of years ago, and what happened was um I. Wasn't even going to release it, and then I just decided, you know, okay, let's. And then, and then Amazon picked it up, so you know, people can go to Jimmy Della Valley, funnyjimmy dot com. You can actually click and go there, and and you can find the special on there. We can click and go watch it. Or uh, I'm also the sidekick on a new talk show called Flores and Friends for um, Robert Rodriguez of uh, the El Rey Network, and we just shot the pilot, and uh, we got picked up by Amazon. So that will start airing, airing late summer. Flores and Friends. I'm the sidekick like Andy Richter. Oh, nice. And um, I do sketches. I do Man on the Street. It's really it's really fun. Well, you're I definitely mean, you're definitely going to post that up. So we'll we'll, we'll catch yeah. that and we'll put that on our page too and share that with everybody. Yeah, so a lot, a lot of good a lot of good things coming up. But yeah, next week I am uh, 
on uh, the Carnival Fantasy next week uh, I'm, uh, for Carnival Cruise Lines. I'm on the Carnival Fantasy out of um, uh, Mobile, Mobile, Mobile yep. Alabama. Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Got to go out and take a cruise. No shit, right? Oh, yeah. They're a lot of fun. I just had a, a girl, a beautiful girl from uh, New Orleans. She messaged me. She's like, hey, are you going to be on the Dream in April? Because... You know, I'm going, and, and you know, and her and all her girlfriends and stuff. And I'm like, no. And she's like, ah, oh. she's all upset. <laughs> Get like, a refund. <laughs> you know. I'm like, no. The comics will be great. You know, just tell them, you know, that they, uh, you know, that I'm your favorite comic. Perfect. <laughs> when you meet them. <laughs> well, we're gonna. I, I want to thank you big time for coming on, Jimmy. It's been a blast meeting you and talking with you. And a big shout out to Steve Cooper for hooking us up together, man. Oh yeah, Great. thanks a lot, man. And you guys are plugging. Is, is, is it going to be plugged and everything? All my, all my funnyjimmy.com and the, Oh, Jimmy absolutely. Did. We're gonna. What we're gonna do is uh, we're live now, but uh, I'll put this up as a podcast tomorrow, and I'll put all the tags up there. Put your web page on there and all that, and uh, definitely uh, hook you up with the uh, all the tags, and so people will definitely see it. We have one thing we do here in the show. You're gonna have to do with us. Okay. All our guests have to do. We call it the the Great Eight Quiz. It's uh, eight questions. There's no right or wrong answer. It's just random questions. Okay. And it's your turn, Jimmy. So here we go. Uh, Question number one. Letterman or Leno? Uh, Letterman. Absolutely. Uh, Number two. What's your chill music? What do you go to? Um, Yeah, pretty much... uh you know, it's kind of crazy. It's uh, actually when I play poker, I like to listen to Sia. Oh, wow. well, look at that! Nice, nice. Number three, a comic inspiration, mentory. What what got you really juiced up? Um, I didn't say this um, earlier, but uh, I quit stand up for a couple of years. Uh, I was into uh, gambling and getting into a lot of craziness, like big time. And um, I <clears throat> met Dave Chappelle. And um, I, and we were at Caroline's, and we were hanging out, and he was like, what the fuck? He's like, you quit. You need to get back on stage, man, blah, 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 and, and gave me information to his manager, and uh, that was in 96, and I'd been back in it since. Wow. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Number four, what is your go-to comedy movie? Uh, <clears throat> Midnight, Midnight Run. Oh, yeah, Robert De Niro. Here you go. It's my all-time favorite movie, but Coming to America, probably. Ah, uh, yes. yes. Hands down. <laughs> yeah. That's could, that damn movie that comes on. I don't care where it's at. I can't. You can't just not watch it. You can't not. You, I mean, even I'm jerking off, boom. <laughs> Stop and watch even, it. Uh, even I'll cut the hell on uh, ABC Family. You still have to watch it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, number five. This ought to be good. What was the last thing that pissed you off? Major, minor, what was it? Uh, a bad beat. And poker, man, I had the motherfucking nuts <laughs> on the flop. I bet big. The dude raised way over. He raised four times my bet. I bet 500. He bet 2,000 in chips. Um, <clears throat> the turn, I, I've got, I've got um, queen 10, and there was king 9 jack, and I had the, the straight flush draw as well, oh. but I had the straight to the king. And the turn is a uh, blank. There's nothing special. I bet five hundred. He bets two thousand in chips. I said, "What the fuck?" And 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 uh, and I thought about pushing all in. I was like, "Please don't pair the board. Please don't pair the board." <laughs> Bam! Board pairs. Jack. Jack. Fucking whatever. Didn't I don't remember. 
Anyways, he ended up with Jack's Full of Kings. I, I wanted to flip the table. You know, <laughs> you know who did that to me in Aruba? It was Eric Seidel. Oh, yeah, well, Eric. Well, I had him freaking nail. I flopped. I flopped straight. He just came to the table, and I had a good, like, into the second hour. And he just sat down. And I I bet, and I'm like, man, he, he doesn't have me beat. And and I, I pushed, and he, like, bullied over the top of me. And I just pushed in on him and said, hell with I'm going, right? Mm-hmm. He flopped runner, runner, full house, knocked me out. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Really? Right now? This has just happened to me. Yeah, this this just happened. Uh, and I talked to him in the bar afterwards, and I'm like, Eric, I got to know. I mean, come on, you're 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 a pro. You got a bracelet. You got everything. Was that an was that an awful play on me? He goes, No, man, it's probably the worst call I made all tournament. But sorry, it happened to you. Have a nice day. Exactly. <laughs> I was a really nice guy. He's a great I've guy. I've flown with him before, but um, <clears throat> yeah, it was. It, it it has not. It all it happened to me Thursday. But anyways, I cannot get the fucking thing out of my head. <laughs> That'll hang. That'll hang. All right, uh, number six. Your pizza leftovers, cold or warmed up? Um, I uh, I will eat uh, cold pizza like uh, cold pussy, but I will. Um, I would like it warmed up, a little warmed up. Very nice. Uh, seven. What's your favorite cuss word? Fucking cunt. I mean, it's a non-issue. I. Nice. I non-issue. The non-issue cunt is the greatest word uh, on the face of the earth. <laughs> true, true story. My father used to uh, he used to get mad at me. That was my dad's favorite word. It's my favorite word. And um, if my cat could say it, he would say it because he hears me all the time. <laughs> I'm telling you, I hear him meow too. Like, and I'm like, he's saying cunt. He is saying. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> it, it's insane. That that really is is the truth. My father got mad. He goes, "What did I tell you about swearing in front of your mother?" I go, "What?" He goes, you don't swell in front of your mom. She's not one of your cunt girlfriends, you understand? <laughs> As my mom is sitting there, we're at the oh. table, and I'm probably 15. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that kind of sounds a little like my dad. That, yeah, I, fly, I flashback right there. <laughs> All right, the number eight, the, the last one. This is our favorite one. And everyone has one. What is your best impression? Um, You know... My wife hates it more than anything, but it's the first show I ever did. Um, the first paid show I ever did. It really was almost like the first stand-up show that I did. I got to open up for Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, my God. And um, it was 500 people <clears throat> in the audience. And um, I, I, I do Gilbert Godfrey, and I do him great. Let's hear it. Want to hear it? All right, my, my wife's going to get get mad she hates it nobody likes it i go get the applauses that's just a hack <laughs> so i'll do it because i don't give a shit because it's just something that's sentimental to me right so anyways go gilbert godfrey at the buffet <laughs> oh yes i'm gilbert godfrey uh, where is the toilet paper screw it i'll wipe my ass with a duck Affleck. <laughs> that was loud enough i know she heard that <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. she definitely heard she's in the other room oh uh, shit jimmy again thanks buddy we had a blast with you my friend thank you so much man. Awesome, i'm man. definitely gonna send you guys uh, an email so you can make sure you get me the jimmy Valley vip page because that's where i want the people in my group to add me because oh, the personal the personal thing is you know they can get in there but then i throw them out and i throw them into the vip anyways <laughs> if, if yeah, if, but it's usually full, 5,000, the, the other thing. 
Right on. Okay. We'll send Thank it you through. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thanks again, Jimmy. We'll talk with you soon, buddy. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, man. He was, he was a blast. <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> I got to catch. I got to catch. I got to take a knee after this one. We're going to take a quick break <laughs> Do a quick break and come back and uh, regroup and uh, what the hell just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out. That was awesome. Uh, you're listening to Roy and Jimmy Thing here on chaoticradio.com. Um, we're taking a knee. We'll see you in a minute. Welcome back to the Roy and Jimmy Thing, chaoticradio.com. Give us a call if you want to. Last break is over. We only got a couple minutes, so you don't have a lot of time, but do it quick if you're going to. Yeah, wind down our last 20 minutes here. Big shout out to Jimmy Della Valley for calling in, Frankie Ray for uh, calling in. Uh, what a total blast. Uh, definitely look him up, catch him when you can. Uh, that, that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to our buddy Steve Cooper for uh, hooking us up with Jimmy there. Thanks, Coop. I'm your Newman. I don't know why he calls me that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Newman. <laughs> that was awesome. So uh, d- definitely uh, check out the podcast when we put this up. Oh, uh, man. 20 minutes. We got 11 minutes. Holy shit. Yeah. Is that close? Wow. That close, man. So how do we wrap that up? I, I don't know. <laughs> how do we follow Jimmy? Let's see. Let's see if I have anything stupid. Come on. Sopranos, Conan, Comedy Central, Without a Trace, My Name is Earl, and Fabulous Oz, Sex in the City, America's Got Talent. Are you kidding me? Um, and he played the World Poker Tour. You know, chatted with him a little about poker. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and his website, funnyjimmy.com. Uh, check out. He's got his dates up there. He's got videos. Uh, YouTube him. Uh, just a ton of funny stuff up there. Hey, we got to find out. We got a honeymoon coming up. We got to make sure he's on the boat. There you go. I got to make a special request. I want Jimmy on a boat. Think they'll do that? Oh, we're gonna. We got actually a, a caller squeezing in right here. Oh last man, year. last time. All right, you got Roy and Jimmy. Really? I thought I was on a boat. <laughs> hey, Dennis, how you doing, buddy? Hi, Dennis. I'm out of breath. I'm out of breath listening to Jimmy. Yeah? Want to need something? Yeah. You know, I either I've met him or, or we used to be Facebook friends. We're not anymore. I don't know what happened. Or maybe he probably unfriended me, you know, but because because we both like Midnight Run. So. Yeah, we saw that. You know, that was that was definitely yeah. you know you and Jimmy Jimmy DeValley. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you guys connected right. on that one. Yeah. So what's going on? Anything else good? Uh, no, I, we're just trying to figure out how to wrap that shit up. <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I got one. Huh. Did you see the new craze in um, women's underwear? No. New craze. New one. Okay. Fake camel toe underwear. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I seen that too. I said something about it. That's probably where the women put their balls. It's a built-in camel toe underwear. These days, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that it, 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 we, we're, we're, all three of us are old enough to go, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Well, wasn't that something they always tried to stay away from? Right. It's like, I don't want to have that, and now all of a sudden you want to get underwear to make you say you have it? It's probably like a Kardashian thing, you know, if you got the big ass and the big old camel toe or I, I guess fucking they, elephant toe or whatever it is. You know what I think? Oh, right there. There's our niche. We make men moose knuckle underwear. 
Well, you know, I think there you go. if it's expected, I guess they're just going to provide it. You know what I mean? If you look at you look at her ass going, well, you know, I think they're going to think I have a camel toe, so let's give them one. Yeah. Isn't is, is that the equivalent of putting, uh, what, tissue in your bra? You know, once you get down to the yeah. you get down to yeah. the dirty there, all of a sudden you're pulling out parts and pieces, you know? Well, you know, sir, I, I'm, I'm a kid from the 60s and 70s where the girls just wore tight Levi's and, you tight, know. Tight dittos. Dittos. Yeah, them too, you can feel the fit in those. Um, yeah, but I mean, you didn't see no camel toe or nothing like that. It was just, you either seen, seen a, a mound or a whatever, but camel toes, I, I, I think it came in with the uh, spandex and shit like that. Okay. Yes. Well, everyone's wearing yoga. All the women are wearing yoga pants, so we're seeing everything. So why why add to it? Well, there's some that shouldn't wear. Oh, yeah. We, we, we definitely know that. We, we definitely should be know. wearing a moomoo or something. <laughs> Walmart should not be selling yoga pants. That's all we need to say. No. And it's a great invention. It's just for the right people. I mean, I see guys that probably look good in a half shirt or something. I ain't wearing one. What's that thing? Just because yeah. they make it in your size doesn't mean you should wear it, right? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> I I can't. Oh wow. I just pictured myself in some stuff that probably I could go to the fat guy store and buy and go. No, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you dollar dollar to donuts. You guys just wear the cut off Levi's with your boxers hanging off the bottoms of them. No, I didn't. I I didn't. I did not, and I didn't wear boxers. I didn't wear boxers either. I I wore boxer briefs. Way back then, when they weren't cool, they were called they're called orthopedic underwear. That's when he started wearing them. Yeah, they was like, <laughs> they'd be like maybe a little thing. What is that you're wearing? Well, you know why? It's because baseball players wore it like that. Gotcha. Yep. And so, I mean, like we're talking when I was in junior high school, I used to wear those because they're comfortable, give you a little support, but they little you know they they don't they're not binding though, and that's what mm-hmm. I wore then. And everyone thought they were hard to find. Now it's a cool thing because I was a trendsetter. Right. He set the bar. Yeah, and boxers to me, it was just too too much free balling to even serve a purpose at that point. But uh, when, yeah. when boxer briefs came out, fucking heaven sent. Yes, that's the shit right there. Uh, I used to I used to run around with my cut off Levi's and my boxers are hanging down and and a barefoot and a you know Levi jacket. That that's the era right there. You set the tone right there. Yeah. <laughs> you have set you have set the fucking. scene. Shorts, barefoot, and a jacket. I'm like <laughs> Southern Cal, right there. <laughs> yeah. And your mobile. What kind of? What kind of fucking retard is this guy? Oh. No, no, you were everyone else too. Yeah. The, the fact I didn't do it, I was the retard out of place. All right. Yeah. But somebody said one time, "Why are you boxers hanging out?" That's because if I didn't, there's something else would be hanging out down there. No. Oh. oh okay. Oh. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Hey, hey uh, how you feeling, man? Uh, you, you over it? You got you, no. You got remnants. No. What? 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 I, I have I have bumps and knots all over my lower back still. Oh, man, I am not looking uh, forward to this shit. I'm not looking forward. Uh, hopefully, to it. Hopefully, hopefully you don't get it. I, I I hope nobody I know gets it. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I I I, I would take. You know, a north or whatever, and it doesn't really seem to ease the pain. You know, and, and now now most of the pain itself is over, but sometimes I'll just get like, feels like somebody punched me in the back or something. Right. You know, but the knots and the bumps, 
my doctor said that the knot that's underneath one of those uh, things will go away, but fuck, man, it's been three weeks. Go away already. <laughs> Please, okay. stop. Just leave. Doctor yeah. said it was leaving. Get the hell out. <laughs> yeah. You're on restriction, man. Get back in. Yeah, so it, it, it uh, I don't know. Like, I, I think I told you guys the, uh, I, I take the pills and the ointment that they have for it, the cream, is 800 bucks. What? what? Yeah, eight hundred bucks, and that, and but I can get the generic for one hundred and fifty. Oh, what the fuck, man! That's a tube of cream. Jesus, no, no, it's you know? not. It's ointment. Ointment. Where I just took a tube of toothpaste and I rubbed it on there, and I figured yeah, I can polish it up later. <laughs> you, know? you know, Don got a new tube of this stuff. Toothpaste. Have you seen this stuff? It's black. No, it's no, black toothpaste, that. and it's supposed to like really whiten your teeth. Like there's, I don't know, it's charcoal or something in it. Right. I haven't tried it yet. It's at home. I keep going. Bust that shit out. I want to try it. Well, she's in that dental. She's in the dental arena, so there might be a little validation huh. for that. I don't know. She, well, here's the thing. She hadn't used it yet. Ah. But she ordered it. Didn't know why it took so long to get here. So man, she ordered it like months ago. Really? Well, it came from it came from Japan. Oh, and they got some white teeth. They make a whiter teeth over Japan because they make a lot of smoky, smoky when they come to Japan. <laughs> yes, they do. No. <laughs> well, we are wrapping it up, Dennis. We uh, it's uh, That two hours have flown by. Flown. Flown by. So you have a good week. We're definitely going to check in with you next Monday, Mr. All right, guys. And uh, peace out. Uh, love you guys. Have fun. Love All you right, too, man. buddy. Love Thanks you too, for buddy. calling in, All buddy. Right. All right, back. Oh, man. What a great show. So, uh, big shout out again to Jimmy Della Valley. Uh, check his uh, website out, funnyjimmy.com. Uh, is the movie coming out? Uh, look for that coming up. He's going to hit the festivals with it. It's called The Cross Up. Um, another one, Ver- Marriage Vows, coming up behind that. Uh, he's on tour. He's hitting the cruise ships. Just uh, check him out on his page, funnyjimmy.com. Go to Amazon. Got a it's got a DVD out. It's called It's Just Jimmyism, and uh, all, all around funny guy. Uh, so uh, definitely check him out. And thanks, thanks, Coop. Thanks, Coop, for the hookup on that. And uh, that's it, man. We are done. Uh, Thursday night, next Thursday night, coming up Thursday come, night. Two, two nights, nights yeah. two, two nights, three nights. One, two, third night. Third night from night. So We're you're gonna, gonna go one, two, three sleeps. Three sleeps from now. Yes. We have our uh, Alzheimer benefit show. We're doing. Yes. So uh, I'll host that. Uh, along with uh, Gus Arredondo, Derek Murray, and our headliner, the hilarious friend of the show, Mister Sean Williams, friend of friend of our show, friend of the show, and friend of real life. In real lives, see, yeah, for reals, for reals, for reals, a friend. I tight. can call him anytime. I can call him anytime. He won't be happy about it, but I can call him anytime. Yeah, yeah, he's he's kind of grumpy sometimes. <laughs> That's it. But he's over at Atria, over here in Ranch Cucamonga on Baseline. All the details are on our page. We're definitely going to post the flyer up again. That's what we do. And we're definitely promote that. It's for Alzheimer's awareness. Definitely come out and support for that. It's a great time. Orders, a couple drinks on the, the ticket price, and just enjoy a night of fun. For for a donation only. Don't be a cheap bastard. Spend some money. Don't be cheap. Come on out. Come pay, on. pay what you can. Yeah, our, our, our listeners aren't cheap. We are, but they're not. <laughs> it's a completely different thing. So, Roy, another good show. Thanks for hanging in there. I know you're not feeling good, buddy. Oh, man, we got through it, man. Wouldn't miss it. Uh, Jimmy, good as always. Um, good job with the uh, pool on the breakdancing music. Yeah, he... Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Breaking two. Wow. <laughs> all right, man. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening again. You're listening to chaoticradio.com. This has been the Roy and Jimmy thing.
And that is Jimmy Shaw. And I am Roy Brewster. We'll see you all next week. Love you all. Be safe. Hit them, baby. <laughs>